Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of The Change Room with Rod and Leslie. Yes, we're back. We are super excited. It's been a while, so in case you've forgotten, what we love to do in this podcast is take big, juicy, giant, meaty topics and break them down into tiny little bite-sized chunks, all in an effort, mostly to help ourselves, but also hopefully some of you through the process of change. We're obsessed. Even though we haven't recorded a podcast in a while, we still talk about change all the time. And this week, we're going to bring back an oldie but a goodie, right, Rod? We're going to yes. like revisit one of our favorite topics of all time, which is... I think we've both had some recent revelations about decision-making and being decisive. And I've learned some stuff recently. You know, I consider myself a fairly decisive person. And I think you've had some uh, revelations Mm -hmm. recently, Rod. And so we thought we'd just like dig into it and talk about it. What do you want to add into the mix, my friend? And welcome back. This is so (laughs) good to be back. Reunited. It feels so good. Yes, it does. Welcome back. Yeah, this is going to be, uh, I'm ready, I'm transformational, like new view on this whole subject about decision making. Um, it's like, I have a totally different perspective and I'm practicing, I'm trying to practice an approach which is way different than I've done in my past. Um, so I'm, I'm happy to dive in. This is a great topic for us to bring things back into because um, we, as you said, we've talked about it before. And uh, and we've got some new ideas. So where should yes. we start? Maybe we should do. Should we do a brief kind of recap of previous points shared on the subject of decision making? I think that's a great place to start. I think that's a great place to start. Do you want to go first, or do you yes. want me to go first? Okay, no, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll start. I'll just say, I would proudly. I don't know proudly. I was definitely the indecisive one. You know, like. Pining over decisions, uh, which I still kind of do, but like I try not to. Like like choosing, I'll tell you, I got one right now. What tires should I get for my car? Uh, (laughs) They're kind of expensive, which this, that, and the other. Should I four new tires, two new tires, this brand, that brand? Calling like 5,000 different places, you know, investing an inordinate amount of time. Great example of actually something happening now. That's me. Way too much time on decisions. That was the previous kind of things I would share. And you, what was your previous? Okay. So mine is I am super decisive. So I tend to like, I think the example I shared in our last time we chatted about this was buying a new cello. And so a recent example for, and which I just like, I tried the first, I tried five or six in the same sitting, but I knew right away which one it was. And my friend who was with me, who's more aligned to your way of being in the world was like, no, but like you, you have to sit with it. You can't actually make the decision. And I was like, oh, oh, all right. So I took the cello home and I took it to my teacher and all the things, but I still knew it was the one I was going to get because I just knew. And similarly, I had to buy new strings for my cello, which surprisingly also not a low budget um, decision, Mm. but I just took a a lot of people will take the instrument in and you like try bunches of different strings and you make your decision based on sound or whatever. I just took a picture of what I currently have on the instrument and took it to the store and just said these again please this is great 
great. I will have this again. And Good. like, done deal. I didn't even tell my friend who is less decisive than I am that I was doing it because I knew he would have a nervous breakdown and want to come with me and like take it and everything like that. So yeah. I am definitely on the like chip, I chop, chip, snippety step, make I a decision. And, and, and I was amazed the last times and I'm amazed now. You mean, hold on. You don't like YouTube a couple of videos of like, get some no. you know person's opinion on which no i can't what's make a any person on youtube gonna, without like what's a person on youtube gonna know more than i know about my cello and my life come on now getting, like come on now data points so clearly i i so i did start by i talked saying, to my cello teacher i talked to my cello teacher who i consider an actual expert in my life like i would talk to mary Catherine yeah. and say do you like the sound of my cello with these strings? I like the sound of my cello with these strings. Excellent. Away we go. Right. So I do a little bit. Like I do a little bit, but it's yeah. like a 30 second conversation, not a <laughs> perseverating over like I see. <laughs> tired videos and whatnot. So, so you can see, even though I'm going to, we'll talk a little bit about how I have a different point. Like I'm trying to change my point of view. I'm still. Yes. <laughs> You know, as am I, as am I. Lots of data inputs as I go into decisions. I just, I am trying to. Okay, so maybe we'll talk a little bit about uh, what's new and what's yeah. changed. So I started working with um, a coach and she's amazing. And uh, if anybody is looking for a coach, ping us in the comments and I will tell you, like, she's exceptional. And we did this, you know how I love to call every quiz a Cosmo quiz. It was not, it was very in-depth. It was very good, but we did this amazing Cosmo quiz. And one of the things that came back is that because I am highly decisive, people may see it as me being rash and me not thinking through in the work, in a work context, not thinking through all the implications and ramifications of making a decision or a recommendation. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, that is fascinating. Like to me, being decisive is a, is like a, is a good thing at work. You know, you're decisive, you're a leader, you make decisions, you move the, you know, you move the dial for whatever all the language, all the lingo is, right? Like you move mm -hmm. things forward. But when, when I, her, got that feedback and I thought about it I thought well that actually that kind of makes sense like it kind of I can I can see that is how I thought I can see mm. that 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 which I've perceived in myself as an incredible strength might be by others perceived as who are more analytical by nature yeah as risky uh kind of behavior and so i kind of i've been thinking about it a lot and i'm not going to share all of my insights and what i've been trying until you've shared yours rod so let's talk <laughs> about on. your aha no, wanna, your ha aha moment okay okay and then I, I i do want the opportunity to come back and quiz you on your oh and then we'll dig th in okay. for sure but i just want to it's a bit of a teaser right now yes. a little bit of a teaser yes. moment okay so for, so for me <laughs> Um, I'm in a, a point where I'm, uh, you know, looking at my career and what I'm going to do next and mm -hmm. my general approach to things. And I, th this is highly influenced by my, my nature. Plus I will honestly say by my first, my very first work experience in consulting was kind of like, you can do anything is the approach. Like, right. And so when I'm thinking about career stuff, my, it's like, well, I think I could do anything. And it's like, well, what right. do you want to do next? Well, uh, I don't know. I could do anything. And uh, so I got some advice and the person was like, okay, you know, you really have to. And I've actually, I've had this advice 
lots before. Like in a big organization, when you're looking for another role, people would say, well, what is it that you want to do? And then it was Mm -hmm. always like, you have to try to get really specific. And I hate, and I could never answer that question. So now as I'm looking out into the the big uh, world of, of things, it's the same point. And, but this time I'm really trying, trying this out of the, well, Mm. what is specifically that I want to, want to do and it's like what i'm going to target and what that means is fundamentally is saying no to other things and it's that saying no to other things which is a super hard part so i was talking with my wife about this and we're like kind of going through things and she's like well you could do this or that i'm like oh no but hold on a second i've kind of made a decision around something and that doesn't fall into it and it's like it was really hard it's like you mean we're going to say no to this it's like yeah, I think so. I and think it's so. really hard. It's really to to kind of pick a path and then just try to focus on one thing and say no to other things. I'm in this process of adjusting to that, but I'm seeing um the like I I I see the the value. It's it's not only just a personal uh, thing like why it's better for me but it's actually better than for and this is what the advice kind of like convinced me it's like it's helps other people help me if they have a specific right. thing to focus on y- yeah like uh otherwise it's like i don't know how i can help you because you've <laughs> you said yeah if you don't know there's no way someone outside of you knows you know what yeah. i mean that's why i was being cheeky about youtube because if if i don't know inside me how can another person know and then, um, so I'll, I'll st- uh, there's some more things that have come along, th- which kind of explored into this from a meditation perspective. I was getting into like this uh, meditation app and one of the series of talks they had was around the same thing too. I'm like, oh my God, is this actually, tell it's me actually everything to, ha- well, okay. I'll, the, the, uh, I can't tell you everything cause I can't remember everything the person said. <laughs> so let's not get too carried away. Well, <laughs> lower your expectations. So, tell me a select <laughs> number of things that you do recall. Perhaps okay. more better clarity on my part. <laughs> but so here's the, I think the the really important message, which was um, um, making decisions as it's linked to prioritizing things that you're going to do and focus on, and and what's important mm-hmm. for you. And that it's the it's the clutter of having so many things on the go. Um, so many things unfinished and really the guy did, the meditation person didn't use these words but it's actually I list, took it in as being linked to the flow concept which right. we've talked about before essentially it's like you get immersed into something it's actually a, a better experience we actually really it's a good engaging experience and so the whole point was is for, for one thing and planning your life and it's like being better at think the topic is like better at planning or time management it's like all about making decisions and in that they're saying you are going to make decisions where you're going to say no to things that you genuinely want to do but you have right. to be saying no i'm not going to do that i'm going to do these one two three things and just focus on those until being done and its guidance was that that's a better path that is a path to um better day-to-day happiness uh, versus having too many things 
Um, on yeah, I, I think in our modern world, we think that choice is um, such a great thing. But I, 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 you, there's so much science now that would suggest that the more choice we have and the more we're, we're ruminating about choice, the less happy we yeah. actually are. It's that part of us that can spend like an hour scrolling through whatever, you know, subscription device, whether it's Netflix or Prime or Disney or whatever, but yeah. like can spend forever just scrolling through trying to make a decision. It, yes. it actually, it that does not increase happiness. And so I believe that, Rod, like 100%, I believe that, that making that decision and just going with it. And yes, there may be things that you feel sad that you've had to say no to, mm -hmm. but that one's overall happiness yeah. will be up. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, okay, though that's... Now, um, what do you think of that? Like, is that just... When I was saying to you, you're like, yeah, duh. That's so no, no, no. Like, no, 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 no. But yeah. I'm learning that, Rod. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm learning that when I have more choice, I am, like, I think there's a reason I <laughs> have hatched into a decisive person, mm -hmm. be, but I don't think I knew the science behind it. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't think I knew the science behind why that mm -hmm. actually too much choice can cause anxiety and yeah. that it, it's it's sometimes i i think it is like for me maybe it's been and i've never thought about it this way but maybe it's been a bit of an anxiety management technique to be yeah. decisive because then i just make the call and i go and i don't yeah. i don't even think about the other thing anymore like for a little bit i do but once i've made the call i'm, I'm usually pretty good at yeah. just moving on and just testing right like Every decision we make is just a test and a hypothesis to see yeah. what's really going to happen. And then if it doesn't work, okie dokie, yeah. on to the next thing. Yeah. One, one thing I learned from, for me is that it, it's actually, uh, it's hard to figure out what is the answer to, okay, what is the thing that I want to focus on? Because I haven't yeah. forced myself to. So it, it was it wasn't just a case of like, oh, well, I know what I want to do. I'm just leaving my options open to do other stuff. It's like I it was an out. I didn't have to figure out the thing. Right. That right. I, that I wanted because I was like, oh, well, there's so many different considerations I could take. And I think it's 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 a whole process and exercise and, and like discipline to get into this mindset of or this you know this approach is like no i am going to make a decision on that. i am going to determine for myself what it is that i want and right you know um that's that's a different thing for me like that's actually it's a and and i i'm finding it again hard but uh very interesting and fulfilling and i can see it's almost like i'm awake awakening to this <laughs> whole mode of being where it's like oh i can have then my choice and agency of this mm -hmm. thing that it's like what i want to do it's very um I, i'm in this i won't say i'm there i'm certainly not there yet but it's like it, i'm very interested to really explore this further um because i see a lot of good things around it do you want me to tell you about the dark side of being too decisive, Rod? Yes, I totally <laughs> So I can do. prepare you for the for the dark side. Yeah. So one of the th in that feedback that I received about being perceived as um, 
overly decisive is this idea of making decisions and being rash about it like that that I haven't thought through all of the all of the data and all yeah. of the um, which in my head I have, but I can see, I started to think, well, could other people perceive me that way? So I asked for some feedback from some folks I trust and who are more on the analytical side. And they said, well, yeah. <laughs> so when that feedback came back and I, I thought this whole time, like, wow, I'm so decisive at work, look at me. But really how I'm being perceived is not like all the time, but how I may be being perceived is that I'm not thinking things through completely. Mm -hmm. I, it was a, it was a huge revelation for me, like a huge revelation. And so I thought to myself, because, you know, I love a good science experiment. I thought, OK, so what I'm going to do for a little bit in meetings is I'm going to pretend um, that I don't have an answer. Like I'm going to pretend I'm going to sit and I'm going to. And at first I kind of yeah. was turning it into a silly game with myself where I thought, oh, but God, I know the and it like every meeting felt so long. Because I felt like, but I know the answer and I want to say it out loud. And I felt like I couldn't say it out loud. And, but, you know, I, I, had the, I had the whole game going, the whole experiment going on in my head. But, and, and so at first it was frustrating, like you kind of, right? Like it was frustrating and I thought like, fine, I'll do it. Like I get it. I get why this is good and all the things, but I don't like it. And so I was doing it. And then there was a cool corollary, which was, which I was not expecting, which was I started asking a lot more questions and I am because I'm so decisive I don't sometimes ask a lot of questions I make a decision and I go mm -hmm. and I never thought of it as being like and I never thought of it as being a problem um and then but in these meetings where I started now giving a little bit more breathing room and making you know making a decision in the moment but keeping it in my head and just not saying it out loud and asking mm -hmm. lo lots more questions I'm actually not that my decisions have necessarily changed that much. I can't I don't know that I could track whether they have or they haven't. But I feel like I'm building that that other sister skill set that I've really been wanting to build for a long time, which is around asking questions. Mm -hmm. And you're a pro at it, but mm -hmm. I never have felt like I'm very good at it. And so that has been a really cool offshoot of exploring what it is to not make a decision as fast as I would have that as I would traditionally make uh, mm. a decision, whether at home or at work. And so like, I, I mm. feel like in between the two of us, we're finding a luscious balance yeah. between, you know, being over, overly decisive and less decisive. There probably is a happy middle ground. And that's yeah. what I'm hoping that you and I can find together and we'll yeah. help each other as we always do. But like, that's what I'm hoping we can find is somewhere in between our two positions yeah. that, you know, totally. is helpful, but it was so, it was so hard at first rod. It was so hard. <laughs> but it, it, I can imagine that it's, you know, there's a, the kind of decisions that you're talking about it, you know, you're in the position of making the decision, but there's this like social, you know, there's the people around you are observing it and their yeah. belief and trust that it's the right decision is they're taking signals off of, you know, how you go through this process right and uh right but it, it's isn't it, it it's interesting that it's like at the end of the day like who really knows what the right decision so it's it's the it's more just the like trust that it was made considering all whatever like with proper That's reflection 
That's it. It's pe- yeah. it's giving people the feeling that I'm reflecting appropriately on the decision that's being made. And I right. get that. Like as a change person, when I engage the change part of my brain, I'm like, of course, like, of course, it makes total sense. Mm-hmm. But I just I, I haven't tapped I hadn't tapped into that before as a, as a leader of a team and as a you know, as a leader of change and whatever. Like it's it's always just I've always had this feeling, this belief within me that being decisive is a really key, key trait for me. Like it's part of my brand, I feel like. Yeah. And so it's it's interesting to explore doing it differently. It yes. really is. So a key question for you is go. And I, you may not want to answer this question. Oh, I'm so excited. Now I totally well, want to. Go. But, okay, as you've, have you, as you've been more reflective and taken time to make decisions, you, do you think it's actually changed any of your decisions? Or you're just... No, I do not think so. No, I do not think so. But I feel like, You're but just putting I feel on the proper like show of like, let me think people. About that yeah, I like. I know that sounds cheeky, but I feel like people feel heard, and that is such an important part. I think of uh, of our jobs, like of what we do as as leaders in change. I think it's so important for people to feel heard, and so it's almost irrelevant when I make the decision in the process. What's relevant is people have a chance to share what they think, ask their own questions and just make sure that they feel that I've heard them. And so it's just a it's a different it's just a it's just a wholly different way of doing it. And I don't even know if I have or I haven't. If I'm honest, it's hard Mm. for me to say that. But at no point do I feel like, whoa, like I, you know, I would have gone down a wrong path otherwise. I still yeah. feel internally decisive. It's just how I'm, but what I'm loving is that I'm asking more questions. That yeah. That is making me so happy. Like yeah. I'm just, I'm so happy that I'm doing more of that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that would be the experiment of, uh, uh, and I, I'm going to give you a good example here. Okay, that for you, but that the experiment would be in a sense that like if you wrote down, it's like, oh, I think we should do X. And then, then that's what I was just thinking. I need to write it down. Yeah, to see if it changed. But I, so for me, I'll g- <laughs> I'm, you know, I like to do hobby, uh, handy building projects and stuff. So I was, I was buying myself, I wanted to buy myself a new tool uh amazing so my whole pro it took like more than a week two weeks of like various continuous youtube views and this that and the other and whatever but interestingly enough the thing that i first started with <laughs> and then i had changed my mind like three times along the way what that first thing was the thing that i ended up getting in the end <laughs> so the, the journey went along and then at the end it was like oh no i think this is still the best it just took me you know but the 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 this is the best example but the downside is like that's what i spend a lot of time thinking about and right if this is the trade-off of uh with the many things that we have on the go in our lives and that are important for us um y- you know we can't be doing all things all the time I wonder if, because I feel like I'm now trying to time box my decision making, right? So if I have an hour long meeting, that's a great approach. I don't share my decision yeah. until the end of the hour. Is I wonder if there's like a time box version for you? Yeah. Like I, I wonder if that's, that's the way advice. we man one manages uh, where everyone is on the decision making spectrum. Like time yeah. box it. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah, I like that. I don't know. Yeah. And that way, you know, if we need the more, the extra time to think about it, we've got it. But we're also, if we're at my end of the spectrum naturally, and we can always learn and develop. But like if, if one is more naturally at, at my end of the spectrum, then you got to give more time, you, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I like that. No, that's, that's actually a really, because, yeah. Yes, it actually speaks to this other nature of like, you know, we work to deadlines. This, there's a, yes. and I'm forgetting it right now, but there's like a, somebody described this rule where basically we'll fill whatever time we have to do something, we will fill it. We will use oh, all yes. that time to do it. It's kind of like, I like to say, it's like the stuff you have in your house rule. Like whatever size your house is or apartment, <laughs> you will fill it with things. <laughs> yes. Not you, but me and my people you just no but no i think that that is 100 percent true yeah yeah and so and so being conscious of how we're using our time and our space even our mental space you know mm -hmm. what i mean being a little bit more conscious around how we're using that around decision making yeah yeah and it's with the goal of of uh freeing up our minds for for other things um yeah for fun yeah, yeah. For yeah. the things we love to do, right? I'd love, I'd love to witness you in a, a meeting where you're asking, you're like, <laughs> I'd be like, you know already what you want to do. Wait, wait <laughs> for somebody to say, Leslie, what do you think we should do? And you'd be like, uh, am I going to lie right now? Yes, I would. I, could, uh, I don't know yet. I think yet. we have a few more questions to ask. <laughs> I'm sure the people who know me really well know what I'm up to. Like, I'm sure I'm not fooling anybody who knows me really, really well. Yeah. But um, it is like it. I just I you know, I mean, I think the two of us are very alike in this way. We love learning and love learning new ways of doing things and trying new things. Yeah. And so I'm also just digging, trying a new way of being in the world. You know, like it's it's really fun. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, yeah. So I think like for me, the I'm continually going to work on this, but it, the, it was this meditation course where they're putting it in this context of like, I can't, they didn't, I don't think they necessarily said happiness, but it's just like better living in time, like being, yeah, in a better state is really this discipline like of decision. Life satisfaction. Yes. That's a great way to say it. And it really, I'd never thought of it in those terms before, but as I've been experimenting with it, I can feel it being more like just being satisfied in the moment and not like being consumed by going through the calculus of, you know, whatever the situation is. Yes. Um, so that's, I'm really going to continue to experiment that. And then who knows, maybe if we do talk about this again, I'll be like, this will be my big change from the indecisive, uh, you know, pining over every decision, which I have previously fully described in my our other podcasts. But, you know, from that to the like, yeah, I kind of know what I want to do. And this is the decisions and time. I'm going to use your suggestion of putting a time limit on it. Go we're going to talk about this again when you come to me and be like, I want to talk about decision making. Yeah. And then we're going to then we're going to talk about it and you're going to come and be like, this is what we're talking about today. <laughs> where normally it's a negotiation and we That's talk right. it through and da da da. But there's going to be a day, Roderick, where you say to me. We are talking about decision-making, and that's going to be the topic. <laughs> no questions. No questions. 
Yes. This has been so much fun. I am so glad we are back, Rod. And yes, I love talking about all these topics, especially when the two of us are in this like juicy, rich time of our lives with mm-hmm. lots of learning going on. It's so oh, good. Yeah. It's so and the, good. The, the change never stops. So I know we have no. lots of good content to Thank uh, goodness. to pick back up. So I think yes. people should expect to hear more from us on a regular basis. Yes. Very excited. Yeah. Okay, my friend. Okay. Thanks so much, Leslie. Talk to you later. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye.